Good morning, everybody. Welcome to What's Real in Real Estate. Today we have a special 9-11 Remembrance Edition with my councilman and yours, I hope, uh, Stavros Anthony. Stavros, welcome here. Thanks for having me. Good to be with you. Thank you. You know, I do a lot of networking, as many of you know, and Stavros is one of the people I see out in the community all the time. He's, I always tell you, he's, one of the, he's like a guy of the people. He's out there talking to people, listening to people, and just a great guy to have on. I'm excited. He is my future county commissioner also, and a retired captain from the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department. He's an all-around good guy. Oh, I also forgot to mention, uh, Stavros does come from the great city of Detroit, Michigan. And uh, that was a new news to me. I was surprised to hear. Welcome, man. As a public servant, one of the things I'd like to have you talk about a little bit through all this craziness that's going on is public safety. Well, um, first of all, thanks for having me on today. It's great to be with you. And uh, I mean, public safety has really been my entire life. I came out here in 1980 to, to Las Vegas to join the uh, Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department and uh, spent 29 years with uh, that organization. Had a wonderful career, retired as a, a police captain in 2009 when my, when my uh, uh, city Council race and now I'm in my third term on the Las Vegas City Council and uh, you know you, you mentioned I'm out in the community I am a lot I'm you glad are. that that's I've done that as a police officer as a sergeant lieutenant um, it's really as a as a uh, uh, elected official it is really my number one priority is to be out there talking to people finding out what's important to them what is it that they want uh, from their elected official, what do they want from their local government, and uh, that's my number one priority, and that's why, and that's why I like being here today with you because I get to talk to you uh, about some of the things that are happening in Las Vegas, and uh, when it comes to uh, when it comes to talking to folks in our community, when it comes to doing surveys, scientific surveys that the city does of the people that live in Las Vegas consistently their number one priority is public safety. Sure. They want they want to live in a safe neighborhood. They want to be able to take their dogs or their kids to a safe park. They want to be able to drive on safe roadways with good traffic control devices. They want to be able to go to the grocery store and when they're doing all that they want to be they want to feel safe. Not only do they want to be safe, but they want to walk around saying I, I really enjoy living in this community because I, I, I feel uh, I feel the quality of life is outstanding but I, when I walk around I don't feel like I'm going to be threatened by anyone I don't believe I'm going to be a victim of a crime that's what they're interested in and that's my top priority because that's what I know uh, I know public safety I know how to do that and uh, that's the one thing we got to uh, make sure that we don't turn into some of these other cities where crime is out of control and people are leaving and they're coming to Las Vegas because they know this is a pretty safe community. And it really is a safe community. It People is. don't think about that, but it is. I think I feel very comfortable all over this. You know, we if uh, I'll <coughs> excuse me, I'll have to brag. Um, I believe the uh, Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department. <coughs> excuse me, I got some stuck in my I believe the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department is one of the finest departments in the country. And it has it comes with the sheriff on down. We have elected um, some very good sheriffs um, uh, with that organization. We have great leadership and we hire some of the best people in the country to be police officers. And 
Uh, we, we pay them well. We train them. We give them the best equipment. And we give them the best philosophies to go out there and do police work. So it's not just going out and arresting felons. We encourage community policing, problem-oriented policing, the broken windows theory. We want our police officers to be out in our community uh, not only arresting bad guys, but, but uh, interacting with residents in the community to, again, find out what's important to them in their particular neighborhood. And sometimes it's law enforcement related, and sometimes local government has to take care of it. But I'm very proud of the men and women in uniform here in uh, southern Nevada because they, they take an oath to protect this community, and they take it seriously. And uh, because of that, uh, this community is very much pro-law enforcement. Uh, and because of that great interaction, that positive interaction between uh, the criminal justice system and our residents, uh, uh, we have a safe community here. And it's not just the residents. Uh, before COVID, we had 40 million people coming into this community right. every year, and we have to make sure that they're kept safe, uh, that they're safe also. We want tourists to come here, and we want the same philosophy from them, that I feel safe. I can walk into a casino, I can walk across the street, I can go to this event, and uh, I, I don't feel threatened. I feel very safe coming here. That's why we have 40 million people coming here, and we have to continue that. Because there have been some times where there have been some incidences on the strip, and my first concern is, what's the people, what are people going to think outside of Las Vegas? And we don't really have a lot of instances uh, we don't. This is, a, this is a very safe tourist destination, and, and uh, the, the, that's interesting you bring that up because if, uh, if a serious event happens in Las Vegas, it's going to make national news because we're Las Vegas. Right. And because we do not have very many incidents like that, uh, they don't make national news. And when people think of, uh, of I want to go to this tourist destination because I'm going to have fun, but I also feel like I'm going to be safe, Las Vegas is always at the top of that. And, uh, you know, you have to give credit to the casinos, too. They do a great job of, of uh, hiring uh, security chiefs for their properties, hiring great security officers, having plans together, working with local government, working with uh, uh, the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department. It's really a partnership with a lot of people to make sure uh, that when tourists come here, they're going to have a great time and uh, they're going to feel safe and Hopefully, when they leave, they don't have any money left in their pocket because they've <laughs> left it here in Las Vegas. That's right. But there is a great partnership between the casinos and the community. I really think that they all work well together. They do. And it is important. Yeah, that's right, man. Take, leave your money here, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, let's talk about the campaign. How's it been going? You know, um, uh, I'm in my, as I mentioned, I'm in my third term on the Las Vegas City Council, and I've had a, a, a wonderful time. I just absolutely love local government. We love you in Sun City, man. Well, you know that. Sun City is a great community. It's, uh, it's a great place to live. It's a safe place to live. They have the Sun City Patrol uh, that, that patrols it. So I, I really enjoy local government because uh, you can really help people out. So now that I'm termed out on the city council, I've... Uh, decided to run for the uh, Clark County Commission, District C, which is an open seat. Um, I, I was uh, selected as a Republican nominee, and uh, I'm, I'm running, a, the campaign's going well. I'm uh, getting a lot of support. We're out, I'm out there talking to folks, again, finding out what's important to them. District C is uh, a lot bigger than Ward 4. It, it basically starts at the Costco on uh, West Charleston by, okay. by the Red Rock Casino. 
And you go north uh, from there into Summerlin, Sun City, Summerlin, uh, Desert Shores, the Cliff Shadows area, Painted Desert, uh, all the way up to Centennial Hills, oh, wow. Providence, um, and then in, get into Mount Charleston and uh, Cold Creek and Indian Springs. So oh, you've got a big area. It's, uh, it's big geographically. There's about 800,000 people that live in uh, District C compared to Ward 4, which has about 100,000. So it's uh, bigger geographically, a lot more people. But, you know, again, number one priority is public safety. They want a safe community to live in. The other thing I hear from folks is, um, is from business owners. Business owners want to be able to uh, interact with their local government to make sure that uh, they, the regulations are, are, uh, are not impeding their business that licensings and fees are not keeping them from opening, keeping them from growing. So I, I think it's incumbent on local governments to bend over backwards to allow somebody that wants to open up a business to open and grow and put people to work. And uh, it's, it's interesting. Most, most people think the, uh, the majority of the uh, uh, employment here in Las Vegas are the casinos. Yeah. And that's not the case. It's small businesses are the biggest employer of the people that live in Las Vegas. Small businesses, 20, 30 folks, just like your business, uh, you employ quite a few, and it's, uh, uh, it's, it's those kind of businesses that we need to make sure that we are, are not getting in their way of opening and growing. And that's the other thing I hear from a lot of folks. We don't want local government keeping us from uh, growing and putting people to work. So um, I'm excited about going over to the Clark County Commission uh, uh, and uh, just continue to really listen to folks and solve problems in our neighborhoods. Well, I got to tell you guys and gals out there, I, you know me, I network a lot. That's where I met Stavros, see him out in the community. And those of you, of you that know me, no, I'm a lifelong liberal. I'm no longer a Democrat, but I'm a lifelong liberal, and I voted both ways. I supported Governor Sandoval, and I couldn't tell you how much how excited I am that uh, Stavros is running for a county commissioner. He's got my vote and my support, and I hope you will consider him too, because this guy is a man of the people. He's out there, he knows what we want, and he works hard for us all the time. And I, we've got to cut out this you know, left, right, that's all that matters. You've got to vote for the person that is going to do the best job. And that's why I invited Stavros to come on here, because there's no question in my mind, he's the guy that will do the best job. Let's talk a little bit about Las Vegas. You've told me you've been here since uh, 1980. Yes. You've seen some changes, haven't you? Well, uh, when I came out here in 1980, there were 400,000 people. Uh, 400. 400,000 people, and uh, um, the many of the casinos on the Strip are now gone. We've blown them up and replaced them with new casinos. Uh, it was uh, it was a small town back then. You could get a you could get a buffet uh, breakfast for a dollar ninety nine <laughs> and a buffet lunch for four ninety nine and a steak dinner for six ninety nine. So when I first moved here, I figured I was going to eat in, uh, casinos uh, every single day because it was so cheap. Uh, but since then, uh, people have uh, have flocked here because yeah. uh, they be, because they know that this is a really a great place to live. And the reason why that is is because um, we don't have a state income tax. So the, and our taxes are still fairly low. So people come here because they know that the, uh, 
uh, the money that they're going to make, uh, they're going to keep a lot of it compared to New York and and uh, Illinois and some of these other and places. And our next door neighbor. And our next door neighbor, California. So uh, it, we continue to grow because we have a great tax base. Um, we have a great unemployment base. The weather here Can't beat is the absolutely weather, man. phenomenal. Um, even when it's 115, we survive. You know, <laughs> <laughs> We just turn up the air conditioning. Uh, so we've gone from 400,000 in 1980 to um, uh, over 2 million uh, today. And uh, almost three million. It's almost three million in the entire state. Uh, so, uh, and the people that are that live here are just phenomenal folks. They're, they they come here. They want to live the American dream. They want to raise their family. Uh, they want to work, um, and uh, they want the government. Uh, from what I hear, you know, they they want the government to do their job, but they don't want to be overgovernmented. That that's the that's kind of the uh, the philosophy that I hear. Uh, when you compare it to a lot of other places. So that's why, uh, that's why it's imperative for somebody like me. Um, as you mentioned, um, you know, the, the partisanship, we, we try, I, I try to stay out of that. I just want yeah, to help people in their neighborhoods. And yep. when, when I go out and, and talk to folks and they say, you know what, the, the park by my house could use a little cleanup. It's, not, it's, it's getting a little, uh, you know, musty. Um, I sent our park folks out there, and they're out there the next day, and they're cleaning it up uh, because our local government's pretty responsive. When I get people calling up and say, hey, and the sidewalk's broken in front of my house. Can we get it fixed? I get it fixed the next day. And that's the way, you know, that's what really people are interested. When they, when they walk out of their front door and they're standing in the front yard, I want them to look around and say, you know what, I'm proud of this neighborhood. I'm proud of where I live. Um, I, I feel good. Um, I, I my quality of life is really, is is really, you know, well because of uh, because of the relationship that Las Vegans have with their local government, and that's nonpartisan. That, th those are things that everybody wants, and that's what I really focus on. No, that's great. Listen, today is 9/11, and we're you know we will never forget 9/11, but we remember October 1st, and we 2017, and we. Me and my wife, you know, we only, we've been here since 2005, and we've always felt part of the community. We dove right in here, but boy, October 1, we really saw what a community was, huh? Right. Um, I mean, when, when you talk nationally, uh, September 11th, uh, what, what, what an event. And, oh, uh, my God. Uh, it was so many years ago, and what's great is we still remember it. We still yeah. remember what happened. We still remember the, uh, the men and women of the... Uh, the NYPD, the New York Transit System, the firefighters, yep. that actually these are the men and women that looked at the fire and said, we're going there. We're going to go there. We're going to try to uh, put this fire out, even though it was in, the, in the, these massive towers. Uh, we know people are trapped in there. We're going to go into those buildings. We're going to try to save lives. And how many thousands of those uh, public safety personnel died on September 11th going there to help people out? It's... Uh, it's just unimaginable, um, but it happened, and uh, to this day we still remember them, and that's oh, yeah. that's the most important thing. And in, in the uh, in the Greek community, we have the saying, "May their memory be eternal," and that's what we're doing today. May their memory that's be right. eternal, and that's nationally. And as you mentioned, uh, October one was an absolutely tragic event, and that was here in Las Vegas. We never thought that was going to happen here, and it did. And, uh, and the community really came together. You're absolutely right. 
and uh, we still, on October 1st, we all remember the folks that perished in that yeah. particular incident, and uh, we have the healing garden that we've uh, put together downtown, and it's just coming together and uh, remembering the folks that died and were seriously injured and uh, talking about how we can make sure that never happens again. Yeah. And, you know, when you go back to 9-11, I remember in Detroit how many firefighters and policemen left Detroit and went immediately made, ran out to New York. Everybody from out of the country chipped in to uh, do the American thing. Yeah. Help each other out. Even when uh, even an incident like Katrina, the Hurricane yep. Katrina, we had uh, police officers from here go down to Katrina to help out in that particular. Uh, that was a, uh, obviously a nat uh, natural disaster, but... It's, uh, it, you know, the, the, this country is great because when we have incidents like that, we kind of all pull together right. and, and uh, help each other out. And that's what that, we do that here in Las Vegas. We do it across the country. And that's why this is one of the greatest countries uh, in the world because we really pull together and help each other out. That's right. Yeah. All right, let's take a minute. We are running out of time. We want to, Anthony's got, stab us has to get out here shortly. A couple questions about Las Vegas. Sure. Can I ask you one of your favorite restaurants are? One of my favorite restaurants? Well, um, if you're looking at a, a great place to stop in, have a quick bite and leave, uh, Yasu Restaurant. Yasu, where's that at? Yasu Restaurant at Buffalo and Charleston. It's a, it's a family-owned Greek restaurant, and you're going to find some of the best Greek food. You can go in there and take it out and go home and eat it, or you can go inside and sit down, and uh, the food is absolutely phenomenal. Oh, that's great. I love Greek food. I used to go to Greek town all the time. And this is there aren't a lot of great Greek restaurants that I'm aware of, so that's good to know. Yeah, no, I actually, actually, you mentioned Detroit. They have an outstanding Greek. It's a, a Greek town where yeah. you go there, and there's I don't know 20 Greek restaurants. You walk around, but uh, that's probably my fa favorite place to go sit okay. down and have a have a. It's a quick bite. You can stay as long as you want, but the food is absolutely phenomenal. So Buffalo and Charleston. Yasu. Yasu. I'm gonna be there. Flaming cheese. What's that? Flaming cheese. Flaming cheese. Remember that flaming cheese? They have a Greek town. They light oh, the fire. And that's right. Shoot yeah. it up. In the How about a show? You got a favorite show in town that you like? Um, that's an interesting question. Really, now we don't have any shows. So there's have there's any not much to talk about with right shows. Now, but, uh, you know, I'm not really big on going to going to shows. Um, I, I, I like going to community events where people are are attending so I can talk to them and find out. But actually going to a show, I can't remember the last one I went to. I know you like the hockey team. I love hockey. Absolutely love hockey. In my heart, the Detroit Red Wings will always be my favorite team. Uh, they haven't had a, uh, a great season uh, in a while. Yeah. Uh, but the Vegas Golden Knights, it's, it is so exciting to see a community wrap their arms around this hockey team. Uh, no one really thought that uh, hockey would make it here in Las Vegas because we're in the desert. But what a, uh, uh, what a fan base. And, and people have, uh, that have never seen a hockey game before absolutely love the sport because it's, uh, it's fast-paced. Uh, it's, uh, it, um, it's not high-scoring, but when somebody scores a goal, oh, man. <laughs> that's a big deal. It's exciting, brother. <laughs> it sure is exciting. So, uh, so what's your favorite show? I, you know, I like the Cirque shows. Okay, yeah. But I like, and I also like being a local because we'll usually wait till December when they give you the buy one get one free. There you go. Because we're a little pricey, <laughs> but you know, buy one get one free is not so bad. If, if they're available, why not? Yeah, you know what we really enjoy out here? A lot of the locals, small, a little local bar 
will have a band come in. Right. And it's either free or maybe it's 10 bucks. Because there's so much great entertainment in this town. Everybody can't be on the strip, but they can be out in the community, in the, in the suburbs. And they, man, we see some great shows out in the suburbs. Sun That's City right. has a play, the Summit has a show every, fri uh, every Friday. We, well, we used to. Right. A different band coming every Friday night. And we got great crowds. That, that you're, that's, that's a good example, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's fantastic. And um, I know you got to run. We're running out of time. I don't want to keep you, hold you up. But I just want to thank you a bunch. Again, I can't encourage you enough. If you want somebody that's out there working for you, that's what Stavros does. That's why, I, that's why I had him on for you to meet him. That's why I'm supporting him. That's why I'm voting for him, because he's a guy that's out there working for the people. Thank you, my man. Well, thank you for having me. And uh, again, my name's Stavros Anthony. Um, I'll give you my cell phone if anybody wants to call me, 702-812-0123. Uh, my email is stavrosanthony at uh, gmail.com. And uh, you can visit my website at stavrosanthonyfordistrictc.com. And uh, I would uh, appreciate your vote. Uh, early voting uh, starts pretty soon. Everyone's going to get a mail-in ballot, but I would encourage everyone to show up and vote in person. You can do it in person. You can do it safely. Uh, you can cast your vote. You know it'll be counted. Um, there are some people that are concerned about mailing in a ballot and making sure that it's secure and safe. Um, and if that's what you want to do, absolutely do that. But if you can vote in person, I would encourage you to do that. That's, uh, uh, we, we can do that and we can do it safely. Fantastic, thank you. That was Stavros Anthony, what a what a pleasure having him on here. We're going to take a few more minutes and spend a little bit of time talking about real estate and a little bit more again about 9-11. But, um, yeah, that he's out. I've been networking in this town for a long time, and he's out there all the time. He's talking to people. He really is concerned with what's going on in the community, and that's what I'm concerned with. So today is 9-11. I'm sure we're all reflecting back on where we were what we were thinking, and it was a pretty crazy time. I was meeting some, a friend for uh, breakfast and waiting in the car when uh, the Detroit radio station, Frank Beckman, announced that there was a fire, a fire at the World Trade Center. No one gave a thought about it. So I went to the restaurant. By this time, I'm literally sitting, I'm sitting at a table waiting for this guy to show up, watching the TV, and saw the second plane go right into the into World Trade Center. Shocking. Blew. We were all just, you know, numb after that happened. But uh, we did rally around the flag, and like we always do. And I, I just want to take a minute and remember all those that perished on 9-11. I saw a poem this morning I want to take a minute and recite to you uh, about 9-11. It was written by a lady back right after it, it, it occurred. And it says, on 9-11, the innocent died Heroes truly cried, and the masses cried. In the aftermath, American pride, heavy weeping tides, deliberate strides. And now in the present, moments abide, musings can coincide, and still misty-eyed. Listen, take care of everybody. Uh, we still got to be careful with COVID. We know there's a lot of people that are ignoring the signs. Be careful. Take care of each other. Have a fantastic weekend. Remember those. Remember 9-11. And we'll look forward to seeing everybody next Friday, live again, 
And I promise you, I'll make sure we have it uh, set up so you can find us easy next Friday on Facebook. We'll also be on YouTube and podcasts all around the country. Thanks again. Have a great, uh, great rest of your day and a great weekend. Bye, everybody.